0: I miss walking to Wrigley Field every day, going to Wrigley, and I miss that run out to first base. Just the energy you get.
1: Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 15. Yeah! Coming to you live from a few different places. Uh, I'm in Chicago. We got Zach in... Outside of Kingston, not in Kingston. And we got Dakota outside of Grand Rapids, not in Grand Rapids. They're going to get mad at each other if you say where they're actually from.
2: Because Zach's not from Kingston. If you write on. Then Dakota's not from Grand Rapids. I you know? never. I say I'm from Grand Rapids for the ease of not having the argument of people like, oh, well, where's Jennifer? I'll from, say from it's from outside me. Grand Rapids.
3: Nobody knows where Kingston and or Hurley is.
2: Exactly. So why lie? No because one knows what either one is. A bigger town. Kingston. no.
3: Oh, you know, this isn't worth. This is not worth discussing with a three year
1: old. You're from Hurley. Just deal no, with I'm it. I'm not. Right, man. Early fighting on the Compound Podcast. Uh, We're going to do worst and best today. We have the Cubs first baseman, Anthony Rizzo. Wonderful interview with him. Can't wait to talk with him. And because there's no house MVP anymore, we have two new segments. We have a Is That So? And No, Really, I Believe You. I'm going to do an example of an Is That So? moment of the day. My Is That So? moment of the day is... Cardinals chairman Bill DeWitt Jr. said the industry isn't very profitable, to be quite honest, when talking about baseball. A little tweet from J.J. Cooper. J.J. Cooper says the Royals were bought by the Glass family in 2000 for $96 million. In 19 years, the Royals won 44% of their games. They had one World Series title, and they sold for $1 billion in 2019. So in 19 years, they went from $96 million to $1 billion but the industry isn't very profitable is that so Bill DeWitt jr is that so that's my is that so moment of the day yeah that's a tough that's a tough one to bounce back from especially if it's in writing like
2: that it's tough to say that baseball isn't profitable because that's just that's just not true
1: seems um, like there's a lot of money in the game if you ask yeah yeah I'd,
2: I'd have to say if guys are getting 350 million
1: dollar contracts that baseball's making some profit they just signed a uh, signed a billion dollar TV deal yesterday too you feel, like, you feel like baseball is pretty yep. profitable right now. Dakota, do you have a uh, no-really-I-believe-you moment of the day? I do, Ian. Um,
2: it goes back to last episode with Zach and Nico refusing to give us hugs goodbye after spending three months together. You and me packed up the car, could have just hopped in, drove away, saved ourselves some time, but we chose to walk back inside, got to about five feet from the table, and just gave an awkward, see you guys. And then that's it. And and they claim they claim that we didn't go halfway. And if we would have went halfway, they would have came the other half. You what do have you call? You, you, you don't
0: have all to go the way back inside. You guys just made it seem like No, really. No, really. We like, believe oh, you.
2: No. Zach, Zach, really. The thing is, you know me and you know I believe you. Because you gave me no reason not to believe you.
3: No, Dakota, I really believe you that you were five feet away from the table.
2: Where do you think we were standing? We were standing yeah, in the open door. Right. I wish our house compound. I, I don't. Where kitchen. do you think we were standing? Like by the couches in the living room? No, you were standing where the
3: lights were. And Hap, I can picture it. Hap had his hand out like this. He was like, "All right," and I said,
2: "Okay, that's it. See you later." Same you were too. sitting down, like lounged back in a chair. Oh, what are we
0: supposed wow. to do?
1: Yeah. After we stood, after we stood there for thirty seconds and nobody moved, I was like, "Okay." Ian well, was backpedaling as he said bye, and that is a fact. No,
2: because we walked in. We didn't have to grab anything else. We were ready to go. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. You said
3: bye. Okay, you, so you came in the kitchen, said bye, and as you were saying bye, Ian was had his hand out like this, backpedaling, and said bye.
2: The fact of the matter is, that I believe you. I really do, man. No, no, no.
3: I really do believe you guys that you wanted to dap up. I, I Seriously.
2: We walked all I, no, the way back inside.
3: Guys, come on. We lived each other for three months. You know I believe you. You guys are trustworthy people. I believe you.
2: Fact of the matter is, me and Ian dapped up. I guess that just means we're better friends. And again, you know, what would I, I've been trying to tell you guys for two weeks, a week now? What if what if I'm not a big fan of Dakota and Ian? That's just not true. And you know that. No, Zach, no, really, I believe you on that one. No,
1: really, I believe you. Zach hates his co host. I think there's something we should address though as we talk about our brother Nico from the compound. We should address that Nico is not going to be regular on the podcast anymore. We had a great time at the compound. He was a wonderful roommate, uh, but as we continue on with the Compound podcast, Nico decided that there's a little bit too much of a commitment. Nobody's mad about that. There's Everybody no problem is. With? No. Everybody's is happy too that because you got me waking up at 10 on a Sunday.
3: Imagine if Nico had to wake up at 7:30 this morning on East Coast oh, he for you know, like, just at the drop of a hat. And that's, and that's what I mean.
2: That's, that's, I, I might drop out. This is too much of a commitment. You
3: know, we've, had, we've had one rule so far, and it was like, if there's a group FaceTime, you have to answer it because it's business. And I think we're adding a second rule, Dakota, right? You have to have a heads up for if we're doing something. You can't just
2: I need, I need. I need more than a 25-minute heads up. Hey, you guys busy waiting. tonight in about 30 minutes? We're doing an interview. Oh, what? It's tough waking up to a text from Ian that says, can you guys do 1030, and he says it at 10.07 and my alarm was set for 1020. I'm like, I
1: mean, not really, but I guess I'll have to. It's tough. Uh, it's definitely tough to coordinate at long distance. I apologize. I will be better. I will be better for the group.
2: Thank you. That's all, that's all oh, we need.
1: Yeah. That's all we ask.
3: Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, really, I, I do believe you that you'll
1: <laughs> We're going oh. to abuse that segment. Oh. Do you have a the best moment of the day yet today Dakota well the worst
2: part the worst moment of the day was waking up to a text from you saying like ah podcast in 15 minutes and i'm like and, and well and i I say, okay, I'm awake, and then you text back, "Are you still a little groggy?" I go, "Well, my eyes opened 30 seconds ago. So, what do you think?" I was trying to stall for you. It's not my fault when the guest demands an it earlier time. Stall? It's Rizzo. It's not like it was some like hey, somebody we, we don't know. Have, like you could yeah, easily be like, "Hey, Riz, like we got to push it 10 minutes." Sorry. We
3: we make the rules. We asked him to come on. We give him the
2: time.
1: I like I'm I like to take care of the guests. That's I'm a service guy. Service first. Take care of the guests.
3: I truly think he's just sticking it to us that we waited 15 episodes to have him on. Do you have a best, Dakota? Uh,
2: The best was the cup of coffee I got to make while we waited to set everything up. It gave me a little bit of energy for the interview.
3: To start okay. at 11 o'clock, which we planned on?
2: Yeah, which ended up starting on the That's normal right. time, but I right. rushed downstairs. My teeth aren't brushed. I feel disgusting. Zach?
3: Worst part? was at about 1020 when I realized that my Wi-Fi wasn't working on anything. And I I just didn't put two and two together that I need Wi-Fi to have this on my computer. It kind of put me through a frenzy or in a frenzy. And then best part is sitting outside for this is not 110 degrees, how it was in Arizona. It is about 70 right now. And it is absolutely beautiful out. And I'm excited to go play golf.
1: That'll be a great day. Uh, my The worst part of my day has been I had to turn the, the air conditioning units off in my place because it's a little loud. And I'm sweating bullets. Just Can you open a window? Do you have screens? But the train is too loud if I open oh. the window. So a uh, little, little toasty in here for me. Uh, best part of my day was the cup of quarantine coffee that I made. It is absolutely wonderful. I think we should, you know what else I think we should do in this episode uh, before we get to the Rizzo interview is we we should give a shout out to obvious shirts because we're going to be dropping some shirts soon. Let's
2: go. Compound
1: compound merch is coming. Let's go. It's, It's very, very exciting. If there's any, I would say this, if there's any sayings, phrases, things that you would want on a shirt. Yes. If the fans have any ideas of shirts, they would buy. Let us know. We can make it happen. We have that power now. And I guess the other thing we should talk about—we're talking about a lot of stuff in this episode—is that we've partnered with Blue Wire. We're on the Blue Wire podcast network. Things are all—we're right. we're very are excited. Right. We're very excited. The Compound Podcast is on the up and up. We're moving. Look
3: at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? thought? Not me.
1: Is that so? Go, go jump, to the interview. Shut up. Let's jump right in. <laughs> Three-time Gold Glove winner, three-time All-Star, World Series champion, Silver Slugger, two-time PCL All-Star. Don't forget about oh, it. One-time Platinum. One-time Platinum Glover, Anthony Rizzo, joins the podcast. It's the Scotty Afros fan question of the day. Are you ready? I I'll, I'll, be able, I'll be ready. So, you you know, SNL, got you on ESPN, Good Morning America, Prez Pizza Review, are you the most famous cup? Am I the most famous Cub? What do you mean? Like currently. Currently. Are you the most famous current Cub? No. Come on. No. Javi Don't Bobby. Be modest. Don't be modest. You're the most famous Cub. Javi Javi's not on Good Morning America. He's not doing pizza reviews. Javi's on stage with Mark Anthony. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You kidding me? Javi's got the whole island of Puerto Rico and everyone knows him there. And then he has the whole baseball audience in America that loves him.
1: He is on the cover of the show. Yeah, but he's, like he's on also the on the cover, cover the cover of the
0: show. He did the ESPN body issue. I mean. But you tell me, would you rather be on the cover of the show or RBI baseball?
2: I
1: don't know. <laughs> you, you, paved, you paved the way for him, though. You know, 2015, Riz is on the cover of RBI baseball, paving the way for Javi in 2020. We got a lot of good personalities on our team. That's
0: a good thing going we got.
1: What do you miss most right now?
0: Um, What do I miss most about baseball? I miss walking to Wrigley Field every day, going to Wrigley, and I miss that run out to first base, just the energy you get. From the fans, I miss the nervous energy of am I going to have a good game? Are we going to win today? We need to win. Team's in a rut. I miss all that little stuff that goes into the baseball season. I miss sitting in my locker wondering if I'm ever going to get another
1: hit again. Uh, I miss just the grind, traveling, all of it. When I got back to Chicago, 24 hours, I was like, this is awesome. City's great, weather's perfect. And then I was like, all right, when's the next game? So right. Just like being back in Chicago, I was like, holy shit, like I've never been here without playing. It's so, so I
0: was driving because uh, we hit the other day and I, and I wanted to drive by Wrigley just to see what it looked like. Cause I haven't seen Wrigley in a while. And I'm driving in from a different route than I usually take. I'm in a neighborhood, I'm in a neighborhood, I'm in a neighborhood. Boom, Wrigley Field. I'm like, this is absolutely insane. You're literally in residentials. And all of a sudden, you have one square block of a baseball heaven stadium. And then you're back into a neighborhood. And I'm just like, it blows my mind every
1: time I see it. Because crazy it is being in the neighborhood like that. Do you want to comment quickly about uh, being back in Chicago and people actually knowing who you are again? Very strange. I've been so checked
0: out of the baseball world as far as like, being anthony rizzo the cubs player because we haven't played for since october or september so i get back up here and we go play some golf and people are like saying hi to me and being very nice to me and i'm used to be people in florida who aren't very nice all the time and like, hey mr rizzo how are you I'm like wait mr rizzo i'm like
1: i'm back in chicago i forgot that i'm back in chicago so uh we're playing golf yesterday Guy drives out in his cart to, like, 17 or 18 uh, with his with probably grandson. And, you know, this is always a fun experience for me because, you know, Riz has been here since 2011, 2012, so people know him. He's famous. And the guy drives out. He says, do you know who this is? Points at Riz. Anthony Rizzo. Yeah. Do you know who that is? Points at me. No. <laughs> <laughs> That it's the most demoral. I mean, I know it's going to happen every single time. It's actually like if somebody actually says my name, I'm like, oh wow. But uh it's the most demoralizing, especially when it's like a little kid because they just don't give a shit. It's like, oh god, yeah. It's a tough one on the dad putting you on the spot.
0: Then we took a picture too after, and the guy was like, taking a picture. I was like, yeah. And then Happer went to come in, and the guy was like, who the fuck's this? But Happer's still stuck in the picture. (laughs)
1: You got, you gotta still get in the pictures so that you know those kids are gonna have that picture forever. You want to be the guy next to. Them. They're like, who's that? Like that's Anthony Rizzo and his golf friend.
3: That was the caddy that that
1: played with him. You Riz, guys can get famous by association. This is a great great example. Why do you think we're
0: friends with you, Ian? I don't I don't really like to brag about my golf game, but it's pure. Do he took, you took some money I, off of yesterday? I was gonna say, do you get do you get strokes when you play with Hat? I do. Um, I have being on record hap a few times straight up because i played out of my mind and he didn't play very well true but this is the thing about my golf game that i think anyone who's played with me can attest to i bring the energy on the golf course that is unmatched in any round <laughs> you'll ever play okay i, I have fun We get mad at bad shots but we're also happy that we're on the golf course i don't know ian you want to explain how how my
1: energy on the golf course is just unmatched unparalleled There's- there's no one that appreciates like a tap in more than Anthony Rizzo. Like this dude just loves being on the golf course. I would say probably a minimum of five times around. He'll look around and go, this is just so beautiful. Isn't this just a great day? And then he'll, he'll make like a seven, but he'll tap it in and be like, Oh, love that sound. His positivity. It really lifts me up. One of my favorite guys to play golf with in the world, because it's just so positive. Uh, It's just, you can't beat it. I mean,
0: there's nothing better than golfing with friends. And I say it all the time. I go, I love golfing with my friends. Hap, who's winning,
1: Riz or uh, Shorty, one on one? I mean, Shorty. Shorty's a lower handicapper, but oh, um, if, if there's if there's shots involved, like Riz is Riz is a good money game player, especially because like he plays to an eight or a nine, and then he'll come out and like string three four pars together on the hardest holes on the golf course, and you're like, what oh. the? fuck? Is that good at golf? Yeah, Zach's very good at golf.
0: Really? The, the thing. Good the thing too that you have to factor in too, shorty, is when we do play the intangibles that I bring, like my shit talking and mind games that I play on the golf course with people, especially when it's me. just you have to be ready at all times. Like you're not even gonna know I'm gonna be pumping you up on a good shot, but really I'm just getting in your head. It's tough to do on the golf Ian, course. That's where that's where I live. Ian yesterday blew up for like three or four holes. He was terrible lost four or five balls in that span and there's just there's little jabs in there ian's hard to get to because he doesn't smile ever but it doesn't
3: speak even on the golf course the only thing he says is the yardage number or
0: after a good drive he'll say good one yeah
3: good one. and that's it so it's like okay i'm not even who else are we playing with all right i'll talk to him instead
0: we got to get around in i'll show you uh the, the fun that comes into and there's not even a yeah. lot of drinking that goes on in the golf course with us. We just like to play golf and have fun.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't really like
2: doing it either. Dakota's all about it. I, I like do. drinking because I'm fucking terrible.
0: Here's <laughs> my. I like to have a nice cup of coffee before. I like plan on an empty oh, yeah. stomach because it locks me in. And then uh, I'm usually a, a slow starter. Probably a couple, bur- uh, a couple of bogeys, maybe a double on the first three, four holes. <laughs> And then I start locking in. So I sandbag everyone early. That's my usually kind of like your baseball season. <laughs> <A little
2: bit.
0: laughs> Pretty fucked up from Dakota.
2: <laughs> Pretty fucked up. He made the joke earlier about himself. I thought it was okay.
1: Yeah, I'm allowed to joke about myself. We just lost Riz as a regular on the Compound Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> a regular? You're on episode 20 and I just got invited on. We think you're going to be a friend of the podcast. You seem like someone who would be a friend of the podcast. I could, I could, I could endorse the podcast.
0: I could, I can hop onto it. Um, how are you guys doing? Not being together? Are you guys having separation anxiety? I'm just bored. It's great, right.
3: great. Zach I'm doesn't worried. mean that. Zach. Zach,
0: did I hear you hear you yelling at your your mother or father over there in New York? No. Well, yes,
3: my mother. My mother is a saint, but the dogs are outside, and whenever they want to come back in. They bark, and it's annoying. And I was like, well, obviously I'm outside. And I was like, Mom, they're going to bark.
0: How's the dynamic being back home?
3: It's good. I I have two younger brothers, um, and then I mean, I've played golf every day. And then I have two of my best friends here, too, who play baseball. So we hit every day, get our handwork, glove work in,
1: you know. I have to say one of the most impressive drills that I've seen in my career is I had to play first base out of necessity. I'm not a first baseman. And the reason why I'm not a good first baseman is because – I don't want to, like, wear short hops off my chest or my face. Uh, Riz will have Franklin Front, shout out Font, uh, stand at second base and hit him the world's hardest fungos. And he doesn't, like, if there's a bad hop or something, like, he doesn't get out of the way. Like, he will literally just, like, wear it off the wrist or the elbow or the chest. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I'm not just wearing balls off my ankles in pregame for fun. Like, that looks awful. It sucks.
3: When I'm watching it happen, I'm like, you couldn't pay me. To do that drill unless i'm in catcher's gear
0: you gotta it's why the hands can't if when they fall asleep you get hit in the shin
3: right but you no know, that's when you use your feet and you get those good hops and that makes your hands don't sleep i'm not getting in front of a ball that someone's hitting and just wearing it off the chest
0: uh no that's pretty rare too i i'm a big uh like get to the side of the ball not get right. in front of it unless it's absolutely have to dakota yeah, I, it sounds, it sounds, like, it sounds like, like hands are sleeping
2: if there's one thing I know, Zach's hands are always sleeping, especially when we're playing tennis. You don't believe that.
0: You, you know don't. I believe
2: that. No, you don't. I'm
0: gonna, I just want to let you guys know that uh, Ian and I, I'm going to get Ian on pit, the pickleball court here in Chicago in the next uh, few days or a week, and I'm going to destroy him in pickleball and then we're gonna go play tennis, and I'm gonna destroy him in tennis as well.
2: I don't know. Th- I don't think you could beat him in tennis. I don't know how his game would translate to pickleball, but he's pretty good at tennis. No, um, th- no, 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 no. I no, no. I, no. Are I'm you saying this is
3: my right? foot down? He has the luckiest. No, no, no. What's the? What do we call the? Um, when you hit off the uh, the frame ball.
2: Oh, he does have good frame oh, balls. Oh
3: my god, Riz, he'll hit it off of the outermost part where the strings just don't exist and land it right on the line. And he's like, yeah. Meant to do that, and it's just it pisses you off so much because but, it, he put it in in the corner every time. You're like, you had no intentions on doing that.
2: To be fair, he might be trying to do that because no, no, know. no, no,
1: no. Riz, I'll play you in tennis anytime. My tennis game is tight, and I love the game. You also have a uh, whatever the nice racket is. I have a Babolat. Shout out Babolat. No free ads. Yeah, I have a uh, I have a new racket, and it's nasty, and it has pink strings. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying so you
0: bad. have an extra one for Riz too. Yeah.
1: yeah. I can pick up any racket and be good. That's the thing. I, I have one for you. I would love to play. Here we go. Ian. That'd be
0: great. Content. Our next our next round of golf at one of these beautiful country clubs here in Chicago in the greater Chicago area. We will bring our rackets and we'll pretend like we we're members that day. We will play golf and we'll be like, all right, we're gonna we'll shower up. You know, how about some tennis after lunch? <laughs> that we'll that whole, sounds whole, like a wonderful day. Okay, we'll have to we'll have to get one of the. Uh, Club's here to sponsor us for the day. And we'll go play tennis. We'll play some golf. We'll have lunch. Maybe we'll do a little brunch. A little
1: pickleball. Pickleball. We could have a day. Riz would have loved the compound. If yeah, he didn't he have a, a wife and a dog, he would have been locked in on the compound. Five years yeah. ago, Riz is locked in on the compound. Five years ago, I would have been back in Florida just like I was five years later. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just played along and been like, yeah, man. really." Yeah, I, 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 the yeah.
3: I wonder why we, we, we waited 20 episodes to have
1: you on. <laughs> That was very nice. I'm sorry. I
0: apologize.
1: (laughs) I'm just going to read off some things, and then I have a question at the end. Three-time Gold Glove winner, three-time All-Star, World Series, Silver Slugger, 2017 Roberto Clemente Award winner, two-time PCL All-Star. What of those, besides the World Series, is your favorite award? It's got to be PCL All-Star. Two-time PCL All-Star? I mean, (laughs) kind of a big deal. You
0: threw in the two-time PCL All-Star in there, so I'm a five-time... Well, actually, I think I made the all-star team in uh, in low A, too. So I'm going to have to go with the three gold gloves or the, or any, or the Roberto Clemente. Or, they're all tremendous. Can you, can you pick one of your gold gloves then? I'd probably say my first one, the best, just because I always wanted to win it. And I thought I was able to win it a few years prior, uh, and I didn't. So winning that first one is the hardest. That, that's what everyone says.
3: I was a little upset how I fluffed up your – your uh whatever the office space you had with the 3 gold gloves you had behind you and I was excited to see that again today and you
0: just so when you win gold gloves you don't actually get the hardware until you play have your first home series and then they give you your hardware so I'm I'm still waiting on my 2019 gold glove so the Thanks. collection's not complete yet the collection is not complete I'm going to have to add uh some I'm about to re rearrange the office, though. Maybe take the
1: platinum down and put that one somewhere else.
3: Hap, are you still waiting for your NL Player of the Week award, too?
1: Yeah, I'm still waiting for my piece of paper uh, yeah. that says I was the NL Player of the Week. Right, right. You, I mean, just think, Hap, you're the last ever NL Player of the Week. I'm the longest reigning NL Player of the Week ever. Of all, You're currently um, the best player in the National League right now. Still am the best player in the National League.
2: I Riz, Riz, Hap's given you quite a bit of fluff to start, but I just want you to know that behind your back, he's been on record to say Schwarber's the best chance to be the second lefty in Cubs history to hit 40-plus in a season.
0: I, I can't disagree with that. Oh! I mean Schwarber's got some sick power, and I think he's just scratching the surface on his full potential in the big leagues. And he's already done a lot of amazing things, but uh, hitting 40 at Wrigley is no easy
1: accomplishment
0: at all.
2: He has the Oppo juice too. You saying Riz doesn't? I,
1: yeah, what was, saying, that, was that a dig? Was that I'm a you know? no, Riz? It's not a dig. Okay, you hit an Oppo homer with a broken ankle last year. He has Riz will get in in spurts during the season where he's like, "Oh man, I can't hit a home run Oppo even if I tried." Like I couldn't get it out. Like Schwarb has easy Oppo pop where. Riz, a lot of your homers, pull at Wrigley, get knocked down by the wind in April and May, and then you get sad. And it happens to the best of us.
0: Yeah, no, I there's times where I cannot hit a Oppo Homer and BP either, with the wind blowing straight out to left. That's why BP's overrated, in my opinion. Schwarb's got what's pop is like I hit in the first group with Schwarber, Chris, Contreras in hobby and that's like the combination of the first group. So, I'm over there working on my little two strike approach first round like flying stuff to the shortstop and left and they're in there hitting the scoreboard. So, there's times where I'm like, man, like what am I doing? These guys just they flick the ball and it goes out and I there's times where I'm putting everything I have into it and it's barely hitting the wall. So,
2: who's winning a Cubs home run derby?
0: Um I probably say I'd probably say Schwarbs, Hobby.
1: Javi. Really? Over Javi? Sneaky pick, Contreras hits a lot of home runs in I'll BP. I'll tell
0: you who hits the most home runs I've ever
1: seen in BP is Albert Almora. Especially at Wrigley. He's got that consistent like no,
0: Swing is so nice. And he just, it's, it's impressive as a BP.
2: Did you miss Ian last year when he was in Iowa? Did you text him every day? Uh, I
0: texted him often. I did miss him. Um, he cried every day without me. Yeah, it was tough. You know, he's my locker mate, and that's a bond. It it is. But when he came back up, all all was right in the world again. Do
1: you know what Riz did do for me while I was gone, which was amazing? Is he kept my locker uh, from getting taken over? I was going to say, did that get only? There was only one person he let use the locker, and it was uh, Carlos Gonzalez, and that guy's got a lot of showtime. So I don't uh, think you can argue that one. Yeah, can't really say no to him. But for everybody else, he he made sure he kept it clean. Appreciate
0: it, that was Happer's lap locker and Cargo. I mean Cargo. I love Cargo's game and I love him as a person. So it was hard to do pridefully, but a person like Cargo was easy to get along with right there. But I mean Happer and I, we have, we have a good we have a good relationship, especially with locker space there. We have an empty locker between us. Hap knows that that's not his locker; it's my locker. But sometimes <laughs> we stray over. I think I did that with Nico in spring training this year. I told him. You know, you can use this lock a little bit, but don't use it at all. So
1: <laughs> There's there's times when uh, I'll get a couple boxes and I'll show up and they'll be over the line and they'll get punted. <laughs> Riz, I want to know, best part of winning the World Series, was it going on SNL with our manager?
0: The best part about winning the World Series, like after or in the
1: moment? After it was, yeah, SNL. Well, the parade. The parade had to be, what was that, top top five gatherings in human history? Top five. Yeah. Um, That night,
0: when we got home from Cleveland, that plane ride home was really tremendous. My mom and dad and brother and Emily were all on the plane. Um, They were all on the plane, so we we got good pictures on the plane. I got great, the best pictures with Bussy, our our former strength coach uh, that I'll cherish forever. And then when we get home, I think it was like five or six in the morning, I had the trophy. And... We got back to Wrigley and I was like, all right, what do I do with this? And no one asked for it. So I just took it home. <laughs> so actually, here, I'll show you my view. Just a quick little flex for you guys. This is basically <laughs> the view. that the, This is where actually the World Series trophy was sitting on my bed. And this was the view of the trophy. Woke up <laughs> the next morning from a text from VJ saying, hello, sir. Good morning. It's like I woke up. It was like seven thirty-eight so maybe an hour, and I get a text from DJ saying, hello, sir, uh, Mr. John Lester is pissed that you took the trophy home, and I'm like, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Probably got to Wrigley at like 9, 9.30 with the trophy, dropped it off, and then opened up one of the local establishments here uh, in Chicago and sat there for the entire day and just celebrated and continued to celebrate.
3: Next morning, the streets of Chicago still were probably
0: nuts, no? um, You know, in my I think in my imagination, it was built up more than I thought it was going to be. Like getting yeah. back to Wrigley, I thought there would be more fans there and we wouldn't be able to get back. People were partying so hard that when we did get back, there were some fans there. But I think my imagination was built up to like the city burning down.
3: And so that probably would have happened if Game 7
0: was at Wrigley. Oh, my God, that would have been great.
1: Do you think being, what are we, three or four years removed from the World Series now, you remember those feelings and you want to experience it that much more?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's hard. to. It's just what people don't realize. I mean, they do, but they think you're just going to roll out their, like the Dodgers and go win 100, 100 games. That's not easy. And the Dodgers have won so many games. The Astros have won so many games the last few years us the Cubs and Dodgers haven't won the Astros won once we've won once it's just when you get to the postseason it's so it's such a different ball game as far as the way the game is played and the style of the game that you're basically playing another season in totally different kind
1: of environments here's a question do you think that the 2016 team was the most talented Cubs team you've been on
0: uh, no, I don't. I think our past teams have been more talented. I think we were the we were freaks. I mean, you have a lot of you had a lot of guys that were still establishing their careers at that point. And I think our team camaraderie though was just off the charts. I mean, you had a cast of characters that were in the clubhouse every day, and you were excited to get to that clubhouse every day because you were like, "What's going to go on today? Who's going to be messing around?" What's going to be the story of today? Because every day it was different.
1: Yeah, it helps you. It helps you stay in the moment when you have a group of guys like that. Yeah, days I mean, go that, a lot faster.
3: That has to like, go so far within a. I mean, it kind of sounds cliche, but you know, if you have that good environment in the clubhouse, I mean, like what we had and we had this in AAA last year, with just the, the amount of like great guys we had, it made it so much fun to go there every single day and I mean I I missed three months and I was just so happy when they would come back from a road trip and I was like oh man I can't wait to just go hang out in the clubhouse like you know like you said it just makes it so much more enjoyable to be around and it is awesome when you're going
0: to the clubhouse and you got all your boys there and you can't wait to get there and just talk shop with them I mean the road hanging out with the boys in the clubhouse it's just it's what I miss most right now is just hanging around I don't it's going over four. I don't miss getting four hits. I miss winning, but you miss the guys and the camaraderie.
1: That was Anthony Rizzo, the wonderful Cubs first baseman. I think Rizzo's going to go out on the boat today and hang out on this beautiful Sunday. I don't uh, think we got that invite. I, I didn't get the invite.
2: You're, you're only a little bit away, too, huh? Still haven't been asked to golf yet. It's kind of ridiculous at this point, but you know, it is what it is. You, you see who your real friends are
1: once you move out of the compound.
3: And, yep, but no, you got, you want to praise them. You want to say, oh, we dapped up, whatever.
1: Zach, do you think that you would beat Riz in golf?
3: Um, It's not fair, fair to me to say. I have not seen him swing a club. I said I haven't gotten invited either, so. I'm you waiting.
2: live like 15 hours away.
3: Um, In Arizona in spring training when they were golfing.
2: Yeah, but it's just to be expected. They have a lot more famous friends than us. He's not wrong. But you're not going to have as much fun as you would with us. That's a fact.
1: I think we should remind the people, uh, obvious shirts, be on the, be on the lookout. If you have some shirts, drop them.
3: Saying, give the sayings that we missed.
1: Yeah. The compound merch. When is, Armin- that,
3: when is that dropping?
1: Great question. Hopefully next week. Hopefully next week. Um, just a, it's a matter of getting everything finalized and getting things printed. Don't know how long that takes. I'm going to the shirt game. Uh, but hopefully, hopefully we'll be dropping pre-orders next week or this week, I guess. Um, Blue Wire Network, really excited about that. Really excited about the partnership. And let's let the people know our screen time before we get out of here. Dakota, what's your screen time?
2: Four hours, 53 minutes. Zach? Four hours, 36 minutes. That's the, I, there's no chance I believe that for I was half outside a second. for I
3: was outside for four hours yesterday hitting. I want to see a great
2: time what you got on Twitter,
1: proof to the people you're a liar. Five hours twenty five minutes for me, my screen time is exponentially higher outside of the compound. Exponentially God.
2: I feel like I'm other than yesterday, I've been around gotta be eight or nine hours a day.
3: Really? Well, yeah, you said you you've just been home.
2: I do baseball activities, I work out, and then I sit and play video games for seven hours a day, probably. How much how much more video games are you playing now? I'm not exaggerating. I just told you. I literally play like seven hours a day. It's not an exaggeration. Like, I get home at like three or four, and I play video games until about midnight. No way. Good for you.
1: There's nothing else to do with my life. Be on the look for the shirts. Be on the look for the merch. Super excited about it. Dakota, what do the people need to do?
2: Um, They need to like, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, times what's the little thing called like the to infinity the, nth, to the nth power or something like that oh, Do that, that many
1: times yep i went to college <laughs> hasn't finished yet though that's you no know, i have not graduated that's episode 15 of the compound podcast coming to you live definitely not from the compound